0: Hey, this is Lucky from A Grim Podcast, A Perilous Adventure. The podcast you're about to listen to is part of the Professional Casual Network. For more podcasts like this, please visit ProfessionalCasual.com. The Professional Casual Network has gear. Check out Teespring.com slash store slash Professional Casual for fresh new swag. A huge shout out to our sponsor, Bearded Dragon Games.online. Also, a special thanks to Bilt Bar for sponsoring the show. To get 10% off your order and to help support the show, use code PROFESSIONALCASUAL at checkout or use the link in the show notes. Guess what? It is Thursday night, so you know for a fact that that means that the Professional Casual Network is live with, wait, did I roll a wild? Your Marvel Crisis Protocol Plavog. I am Tim. I'll be your host this evening, and I am joined by one of my favorite people in the world, Mr. Dr. Dylan the Dyer. Dylan, welcome. Thanks, man. And
1: the entire world. Holy holy crud. That's uh, amazing.
0: Out of all the people in this call right now, certainly like you <laughs> more than the other person in this call. So... Wow. Yeah. So, so last time you were on, uh, we talked about the rival set Wolverine, and we got to dig into that. And oddly enough, you just happen to be here while we're talking about the other half of that. Uh, rival set which was released this week all the stat cards for the motorcycle that is going to be fun <laughs>
1: absolutely yeah i knew i had to be thorough because i was excited for it i'm a, I'm a big harley fan so
0: i was like i gotta gotta yeah. be here for this well and i you know i feel they did the motorcycle justice right like it they has sure did. It has uh, Scott Summers' keychain still on the keys in the ignition. Mm-hmm. Like, his wallet is in the saddlebag. Like, yep. they, they really yep. kept it true to form. Mm-hmm. Um, but we are going to be talking about Sabretooth, uh, who was revealed this week um, on uh, for the the Rivals uh, set, panel, whatever it's called. I'm super stoked for it. I, uh, I'm i very excited to get into that. But some of the other things we're going to be going over some games played, some hobby thoughts. Dan uh, beat me this past week. Uh, on, oh yeah, the power phase. Last time Dylan was on, for some reason I said Dan beat me that previous week, and then I I looked back and I was like, oh wait, that didn't happen yet. It's in the future, but (laughs) 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 it finally happened, Uh, and it was a trouncing. We played some Sentinels against some Hydra, uh, because as you guys have seen, and as you'll see in the show notes, there's a couple links, maybe to some corresponding uh, tokens and uh, sleeves that are going to be looking really cool, that are on pre-order right now, and uh we're only a couple weeks away from spoiling something needs to be said about that too by the way but the keep going De- the december releases uh, mm. which i know dylan certainly has no idea what one of those releases is i uh, sure don't <laughs> as, <laughs> you know he just he never happens to check out the cleanup phase <laughs>
1: I don't now. Listen, uh, the biggest issue with it is, is that all these behind the Patreon wall podcasts, I can't get them to download on my phone. Oh well, it's a so live it's- stream, so that's why it won't download. Silly. Oh well, there you go. There's the problem. Yep. Okay, well I'll fix that. Maybe <laughs> tomorrow or tonight. Punch in the window, being like,
0: <laughs> on my Nokia flip phone. What are you doing? It's a I'll- razor. <laughs> Do I not I'm have a- enough razor. space? Do I have to delete <laughs> Snake? But. All right, so we're going to talk about that. We're also going to touch on AMG having a pretty massive announcement this week, as they uh, effectively told everyone that they're launching a new Star Wars skirmish game. It's going to be called Star Wars Shatterpoint. And quite frankly, um, I I couldn't be more excited. I had never thought what's that?
1: It hits all of your boxes.
0: It really does.
1: It's like I, as soon as I saw it, I was like, "This is exactly what Tim
0: wants." This is this is ex- it, you're not wrong. I was like, "Wow!" For, and and Darth Maul just in general being in the, yeah. in, the in the starter box, I'm like, oh, "Oh yes, okay." That's I never got into Legion because he wasn't released until actually somewhat recently. Um, mm-hmm. Also, I didn't get into Legion because I can't paint things, and um, I, I try to to I try to trick people into painting things for me. <laughs> Uh, Big Chuck used to uh, refer to me as Tom Sawyer, trying to trick people into whitewashing (laughs) uh, fences, a.k.a. my models. And... Listen, there was a lot there, and I didn't know the difference between a lot of different droids and 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 and, and commandos and stuff. But with a character focused skirmish, would it game, be
1: an issue of you wanting to like convert all these things into something uh, kind of stupid in the process too, like uh, instead st- of guns? They st- shoot like tacos.
0: Yeah, stupid is relative, but <laughs> right. short answer yes. Sure. Is that what you're going to do with all of those motorcycles? Well, the B1 droids are going to be shooting motorcycles. Well, yeah, man. I mean, when (laughs) when I really want uh, an iron fist in a cutoff pink tank top and cut off, you know, jean shorts and rollerblades. Do you know how long that would have taken to do that to like an entire unit of like, you know, B1 battle droids? I sure do actually. A, a st- I, ch- st- st- I don't though, because I didn't do it. Chuck did. So like uh, I miss you, Chuck, by the way, uh like a lot. Uh, if you're if you're out there right now in, in internet land, uh, just know that that uh we miss you. But still never met him.
1: I've been around. I've even been on his show and I've never even met him.
0: <laughs> Speaking just of him. uh for those of you watching this live, there will be a new episode of Elite A Showdown tomorrow uh with mr dylan dr the Dyer, as well oh that's me Okay,
1: hey, uh, that's for you pony that's for you it really another is. person i've never even really talked to but i do it for
0: him uh, i mean very fair if there's someone worth doing stuff for oh chuck is a chat oh wow okay what are the chances uh i think they were pretty low uh okay he's upset Uh, i'm sorry chuck i uh i didn't think that you would hear that and uh i i know that you're mad when you find out that i care so uh my bad but we're gonna talk about some shatterpoint later as well as talk about some of the upcoming events including everwinter which will be in downtown boston the weekend of december 10th lvo which is going to be happening in january um salt city con which will be happening in july As well as maybe you know a a few other tidbits. But first off, hobby thoughts. Did any hobbying happen for you this week, Dylan? Yeah, boy. Let me
1: tell you. Let's start it off strong. Yeah. I went to an event this weekend. Oh. Uh, for MCP. It was like uh, it was my my shop's first like. Uh, I guess you could say, call it a tournament. Yeah, it was a tournament, but it was like the first one we like allowed other people to come. Uh, like we put it on long shanks so other people could like know about it. Nice. Um, I got third. So it yeah. And wizards? it was people from New Hampshire. No, I brought spider foes. I needed, I needed something refreshing. I felt the violence inside me and all those deeply seated parental issues coming up to the surface. So I was like, I need to cause violence. Yeah. Let's beat some people up. So anyway, I went to that. I got third place. I got best painted. Nice. So that's cool. That's what I went for. So I got a free ticket to, to Everwinter. So oh, nice. well, I'm not playing MCP. So I was like, I'm already going for something completely different. So please give it to the next person. Uh, so uh, somebody else got it. So <clears throat> anyway, the point of this I was going to go into is I saw the card sleeves while I was there. It was I think I saw. um wait our card sleeves were there someone had them yeah i think i saw at least one or two people they were playing hydra probably enough and i saw your card sleeves i was like ah i know exactly where those came from ah oh that's super (laughs) cool they're real so they're finally out in the wild um
0: they are uh, they just started uh they just started shipping november 1st but anyone that pre-ordered and i believe there may have been someone in your area that had pre-ordered it uh probably got it a little early. That's super cool, though. I'm very excited to hear that. So
1: were, I forgot to take a picture, but I was going to take a picture and send it to you. But yeah, a couple of people had them. Oh, so I, th- I think they were all New Hampshire people. I think we had one person from Connecticut. Most of them were Massachusetts and then the New Hampshire people. So Brian, well, Brian Watts was there. Uh, yeah. He made fun of me the whole time. It was great. Uh, I'm used to
0: it. Speaking of Mr. Brian Watson, uh, we will be having Mr. Brian Watson on. Oh, yeah. The he power will. phase yes. this upcoming yes, Monday. You can thank uh, me for that, by the way. I I am I'm super stoked. Uh and uh he, he messaged me today and he's like, Hey, is it is it cool if I bring a go hard list? And I was like, ah, oh, nuts. Yeah, let's get it done.
1: <laughs> you better bring your bit your biggest list, your uh bottom power, your My, power oh, bottom ten the list.
0: Power bottom ten. Listen, take so, them down when there's a big challenge at hand. Sometimes you need to break out the power <laughs> bottom ten just to show them who's boss. So Damn maybe right. that's exactly what we'll have to do. Um, Matt Alex also in chat saying, uh, Dylan, congrats on beating Web Warriors at the MCP tournament Sunday. I did. Did you beat uh, Mr. Just, Matt Alex playing Web Warriors? No, oh. no, no. no. he didn't even go. He said he I don't know if this is too personal. He said he
1: went to a, a football game and it was oh, it was okay. explained to me why 100 percent I support him and why he did that. But uh, yeah, I did beat Web Warriors, but the person I beat was newer at the game. I got gotcha. you. He'd only been like playing for like a couple months. He's pretty good. Don't get me wrong, but I was trying to help him make his web warrior list better for the event. So I knew what he had, yeah. which kind of gave me an advantage. And I'm playing spider foes and obviously Spider-Man's villains always win. Yeah. So true. I killed Gwen and boom, it was I, <laughs> I just took it from there. <clears throat> just threw her off the Brooklyn Bridge,
0: <laughs> you know, my great. And you did you have Mysterio there as well? Because I did bring Mysterio. Uh, I only brought him the one game,
1: and he, I'm going to sum up everything he did. He moved, I think, maybe three times, uh, didn't have power to ever do anything, and then he got punched in the face and fell down. Uh, You know, that's That's what happens.
0: That's kind of his M.O. as a whole. (laughs) It sure is. But um, here's, uh, there's my one favorite, uh, I read, like, a novel, uh, a Spider-Man novel as as a youth uh, that was about the Sinister Six having a new leader who was called the Gentleman, who was just, like, a mastermind that would, like, make everyone better and more organized once he got them to fall in line. So he had Mysterio set up a projector on the bridge where uh, Gwen Stacy died and just had that playing and repeat over and over and over again. And I was like, wow, that's that's ruthless. I
1: Mysterio is, is just absolutely un- unreasonable. He's so savage. Yeah, <laughs> Every yeah. single comic that he's in he's these ruthless
0: but um so so tell me a little bit more about the list that you brought uh last weekend
1: so i brought spider foes mixed with a little criminal syndicate so mm-hmm. i brought all the favorites um as far as like spider foes went, i went with gabo venom doc Ock, obviously um i brought black cat for criminals uh kingpin lizard gotta have a lizard obviously yeah. he's great um sabertooth uh I did not bring Maybe I'd bring this new one though that we're about Ooh. to talk about. But my uh, my splash was Loki. Uh, yeah. Mostly because of I think I think Alex even uh, kind of uh, mentioned it a little more of the trap house. I didn't get it to go off once, but the idea is that if you have Gabo and Mysterio, and then you move somebody with the Mind Stone off of Loki, you can activate yeah. both of their traps because it's in advance. I never had the chance to do it because of one reason or another. It never really went off, but uh, I kept thinking it was possible i won three out of my four games the only game i lost was when i was playing criminals so criminals must just be bad i mean kingpin criminals is obviously just terrible so never playing <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's definitely not great or anything but uh i definitely played him wrong thankfully i think i got mutant madman every single time that's uh, so my, wild i feel like years. i don't see great.
0: that at all and then every it's game great. for months it's just mutant madman non-stop i mean when you're a spider foes player it's
1: the it's the meme with logan looking at the the, like the picture he's <laughs> just it's just a mutant madman
0: card he's just like yes this, is, this sustains me uh, uh because it's the best crisis for him one of my favorite interactions is something like with that Mindstone uh sinister has a similar movement where he can advance somebody um mm-hmm. and it gr- granted this was over complicated but a number of weeks ago on stream uh ben Alyssa, dan and i played a four player uh uh, what's, Case what's the quesadilla slap fight? Yes. Or, um, or what's, the actual, slap fight. what's the actual organized play kit called? It's a,
1: it's a, separation, a, a separation anxiety. Separation anxiety. Yeah.
0: Yes. And all I wanted to do was use Sinister to clone in a Craven to then kill a Spider Man to then become a Spider Man. And uh, Dan saw through my guys very quickly and just straight tried to murder Sinister and then tried to straight murder uh, Craven. And it took a lot, it took craven's expert trapster or whatever where like if someone moves they take a damage after it because i mm-hmm. couldn't get that spider-man down at, at all it was amazing spider-man so the way i was able to finish him off to trigger the card was a forced movement with sinister so that you can yep. take that one damage and technically uh be ko'd to craven's um active there
1: but uh i brought venom the guy asking in the chat i brought venom i didn't bring carnage carnage is he's tricky to use yeah. Uh didn't really mesh. I think if I went pure spider foes, you probably want to bring him. Uh Carnage is good. Carnage is good. I think he's good. Yeah. Him and Craven. Like I always feel like Craven's one activation behind. It's turned into a Spider Foes episode. Um, I think Craven <laughs> is like maybe one activation always too slow because you always want his uh targeted buff debuff on or bu- whatever yes. you want to call it on somebody, but you have to activate him because it doesn't last through the turn. So I always feel like I'm gonna activate Craven first and then the other person goes, and since I can't roll defense dice, they just murder whoever. Yep. And then I'm like, okay, well, my entire plan fell apart, so I'm just going to stop using Craven.
0: I'm curious um if Carnage might benefit pretty heavily from being run in Cabal. Uh, number one, for a little bit more healing when applying those bleeds. And mm. being able to have that Arnim Zola two extra defense buff, unless they pay two in addition. I think to you mean Hydra. what I say? You said cabal oh i'm at hydra that makes more sense the one yeah. with arnim zola's card in it. that's but actually not a bad idea yeah
1: i mean and he actually works well with asgard now because you can st- i think you can hit him with doom prophecy if he's in as asgard- i don't remember how they changed it i know you can only play the card in Asgardians. i don't remember if they specifically state that it can only be an Asgardian.
0: that's a uh what's the card <laughs> called again
1: doom prophecy it's the one with the
0: whenever meow, I, meow. Yeah, smashed. whenever I reach for doomed prophecy, prophecy yes. Yeah, so, oh, it is an allied Asgard character. Okay, so they did change it. To, so you just can't do it with them anymore. but yeah. uh,
1: Which is a shame, because that was obviously the strongest thing. I think the biggest problem you have with Carnage this really did turn into a spider foes episode. <laughs> uh, I think the biggest issue with Carnage is that you have amazing you have an amazing physical defense. As soon as somebody else has another kind of attack, he's hosed. but. Yeah. He's like somebody you really don't want in the fight. He should be like roaming around the edge, like looking for that opportunistic, like jump on, mm-hmm. which is not how you played him when he had Doom Prophecy. With Doom Prophecy, you just ran him in and you murdered a bunch of people. Yeah. Yep. So it's kind of weird to have like a I think he's I think he's a fourth threat. So <clears> they <throat> have a fourth threat, just like not really fighting, hoping that you have an opening. If you get the opening, he's going to go. Yeah. He's going to go off full send. But if you never get that opening, I feel like it's kind of hard to use them. You get four threat. That doesn't really do a whole lot.
0: Yeah, I, <laughs> dude, I'm actually I'm excited to kind of I want to try him in Hydra with scientific method. Yeah, he um, should. Because he should be able to heal up. I mean, legitimately, most likely a lot of that damage um, that he takes from having that applied. And it's, I mean, adding that's seven physical defense if they don't pay the two and yeah. uh, three of everything else, bringing him up to average. Granted, easy to overcome because it's only two power. But. I mean, right. it's going to prevent him from being taken down by spenders and stuff, at least, especially if someone only has mystic or energy on their spenders instead of, uh, you know, basic attacks or builders. But sure.
1: And then I painted an infinity bottle. All right. Did you paint or do anything uh, <laughs> during the spider foe episode
0: during it? Uh, no, <laughs> not ter- OK, maybe before. Nope, not at all. But I, I did. I did get a whole <laughs> bunch of stuff primed and assembled. So now all my Sentinels are assembled. Uh, they are also primed um, and I'm going to be trying the slap chop uh, method that I've been talking about that I was going to do for for a couple weeks here. Uh, Taylor tried it out on stream last night uh, on the Tuesday night hobby hangout and I'm uh, bang-up job honestly so as far as the speed and the stuff that you can get done with that for someone that is not capable of producing <laughs> anything of value as far as painting <laughs> i i think that sure. it's a very good method for me um sure. i'm very excited that the that the gentleman that uh came up with that method is going to be at everwinter doing a seminar on specifically the slap chop method so i'm super stoked about that
1: Are you still gonna go to the bathroom and like hide out or whatever it is that we were joking about last time I was on here.
0: What was that? I forget.
1: You said you were gonna you said you were gonna go to the bathroom and then like go attend his seminar.
0: Oh, that's then, right.
1: You just said make sure you make a phone call. It makes it sound like you're in the bathroom.
0: Yeah. So we also have a seminar talking about uh streaming and how to set up streaming for um uh, either battle reports or or different uh, minis games. And uh, I think they happen at the same time. So it was one of those things Uh-oh. where I was like, oh, yeah, I might just have to, like, take a phone call during our seminar so I can go check out his. Just, just leave. But <laughs> that's amazing. Axel well, says to, I, I'm assuming you're talking about uh, Carnage, but to play him like a League of Legends jungler. And I don't, yeah. that's yeah. 100% exactly spot on. Yeah, just hide in the brush. Hide behind the building. Let them forget that you're there. Go ahead and just eat a bunch of garbage cans or whatever's in the jungle lanes, you know, because I don't think raptors are going to be there. But maybe some uh, hydro troopers. be in the Savage Lands.
1: Savage Lands map actually fight raptors.
0: Yeah. (laughs) So, but, but yeah, so let's get, let's segue a little bit. To the main topic. Into, into, yes, the main topic, which is Sabretooth. Yeah. Some, some might refer to him as uh, an Apex Legends. I as personally oh. refer to him as Wolverine's brother, sometimes dad. <laughs> yep, that <was> his dad. <laughs> um, uh, and, you know, I think more logistically, uh, the Apex Predator, uh, Sabertooth. So let's get right into it. Victor Creed, part of the new Rivals box. The art on this is legitimate. really like <laughs> it. Was- I was going to say,
1: Patrick Brown, you really outdid yourself. I was going to specifically call him out. He did a great job. I, yeah,
0: I completely agree. Um, let me get him up on screen here. Patrick Brown? Nope. Oh, okay. <laughs> he uh, he declined. Uh, when oh. I asked if he would uh, be That's on a for shot. a bit tonight. All right. So there he is. <laughs> Mr. The Master, the Sabertooth, Uh four, three, four for defenses. And I think we talked about this a little last time yeah, you Dylan, as far as Wolverine mm-hmm. having maybe some higher defenses than we were expecting. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that mystic defense here? I want to no, know. Don't even distract me from the fact that we just have to say
1: his belt buckle is not as shiny as Logan's. That's what are why he's talking t- about. Look at the gleam t- on that skull. T- but it's three. That's a that's a Ferris type of metal. That's junk. He picked that up in a pawn shop. You'll never be able to block lasers with that. That'll,
0: that only means it's not magnetic, right? That, right? I'm <laughs> yeah, certain. that is what that means. Okay, <laughs> that yeah. Means. It's, it's just made out of nickel. Nickel gets really <laughs> shiny. It can, def, it can
1: deflect stuff. But it's made out of some kind of metal that blocks brain waves from coming into his noggin. Oh. That's why, see, it all comes down to the belt. Bu- like we said, he's a four threat. Mm-hmm. You better have a respectable belt buckle. That's true. Get out. Everyone get does. out of my game. You're trashed. <laughs> You're cabbage. You better have a nice belt buckle. That's why he's got a four mental. And I hope that solves your. That, I yeah. hope that answers your question because I'm not going to say
0: anything else. It does. So, saber, as we all know, saber brain is held in his uh, lower <laughs> intestines. So by having a belt buckle that can block magnetic and mental waves, <laughs> I think that absolutely gives him, similar to Pyro, having uh, you know a, a specific suit to insulate him from fire. the The shiny skull belt buckle doesn't make him immune to mental attacks, but mm. it certainly helps protect him against them. It's yep, a preventative yep. measure, not a. Uh, he uses it prophylactically, as they say. Yeah, yep that is the that is the colloquial term. <laughs> yeah, pro- prophylactically, absolutely. <laughs> but I, but I, yeah, as 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 you were saying, I, Patrick Brown did an insanely good job of this. I absolutely adore that art uh, on this card. But seven health, four threat, size three, medium mover. Yep. Um. I guess I'm not shocked by anything there. He does flip to six stamina on his injured side, balances him out uh, stamina for stamina with uh, the other Sabretooth. So nope. nothing different there except, yeah, nope.
1: Sabretooth is six, the other, six. No, no, the other one, this one has more. He's oh. got seven, six. The other one's only six, six. So he's actually thicker. You that's know, why he loses the long movement. That's I, the that's like he's
0: been pounding the hamburgers. Right. <laughs> he's
1: <probably just> getting <laughs> thick, but his
0: legs don't move quite as fast. I mean he's the apex, right? So he has one more <laughs> at the onset. Um I, I looked at the other card earlier too, and I was like, oh, six, six. Yeah, they have the same amount of health. I'm sure an don't. idiot. I just
1: specifically dumb. looked it up. I'm educated.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but so for his first attack, we have claw Slash. Uh, which is a range 2, strength 5 builder. After the attack is resolved, uh, this character gains power equal to the damage dealt and pierce and bleed on a wild. Pretty straightforward so far. A lot of people might say this is both called the same thing as the other Sabretooth and does the same things as the other Sabretooth. To that, I have to disagree because this is a claw slash from a Sabretooth with one more stamina on his healthy side.
1: And it's on a different kind of card because it's sideways. It is a
0: sideways so card
1: it's laid out different. You need to get you need to check yourself because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you're
0: going to get wrecked
1: yourself. Yeah, probably. You need, to, you need to check your tall card privilege before you look at this as sideways cars users.
0: Yeah, that's fair. So this is a size three sideways card. Well, mm-hmm. the other one's a size three tallways card.
1: Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Some people say they look the same, but mm-mm, no, they don't. Totally different function uh, for real. <laughs> For real, and and uh, just to, yes, all right. So, on his spender, though, we have something a little bit different. Uh, some might say that this is an onslaught of someone that thirsts or is currently in a mode of thirst for blood. A bloodthirsty onslaught. Range three, really like to see the range three there. Mm-hmm. It's only strength six, but only costs two power. After the attack is resolved, you can place the character with in one of the target character and also has pierce and bleed on a wild. I was a little underwhelmed by this at first, but it's grown on me over time. And I expected to just absolutely adore out of the gate this new sabretooth. And I did kind of I wouldn't say I I felt lackluster at first, You're but whelmed. more yeah, I was I, yeah, I was I whelmed. incredibly whelmed. Yeah, um, he's like right in the middle,
1: but uh, he's not he's not the Lo- he's not Logan, where no. you just look at him and you're like, dang, girl, you yeah. thick." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, he's so good. Uh, Say so this Sabertooth is definitely more like you bring him for a reason because like your roster needs him or whatever. Yeah. You bring Logan just because he's good. Mm-hmm. And, you know, with that one, you could just kind of just discriminately bring him this one. You got to kind of have to have a reason.
0: Uh, he certainly um, doesn't have the the negatives, the liability that Logan has. Right. Where Oh. This this one's actually pretty decent against Mystic attacks, let alone hurting yeah. all of his friends because of them. So, you know, it, it's 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 as they say, six of one, half a dozen of another. They do say that. But uh, so for his first superpower, we have uh, something that I just absolutely adore, which is catch, run for three power. <laughs> choose an enemy character. This is only an enemy character throw. No terrain here. We're only smashing baddies. Choose an enemy character within range two and of size three or less, and throw it medium. The superpower can only be used once a turn. Um, so this is where I turned around on him pretty quick. Yep,
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. This is why you bring him. So again, uh, something that doesn't need to be said about uh, said about his uh, spender. The uh, the fact that it costs two and you have a place within one, yeah, it kind of replaces a charge. So he's got like a he's got like an interesting charge on him. Because, st- again, charge costs two. This one, you also get the attack, but you have to be within range three. It's essentially like charging with a little bit of a stipulation. I just want to bring make sure that I brought that up because it's, yeah. it's, it's very good to know that he's still got some movement to him. But <clears throat> when it comes to the throw, I think there's only one, and it might be a card. I don't remember. I think there's only one other character that only has a person throw. Or is this the first one?
0: I, yeah, you know what? Legitimately, I can't think of one that is just enemies yeah because i know that
1: um specifically when i because i actually completely forgot about this one of the best parts about kingpin kingpin's a slow boy but his throw is amazing because oh, it costs yeah. two cost two first of all you get a side i think it's size three and it's a medium throw you don't actually like really realize how good a medium throw is until you do it and then the other person's like ah yes because they can't because <laughs> essentially they're gonna lose a whole turn because, like, the difference between a medium and a small, not even including the base size, is pretty considerable. Yeah. So, imagine uh, – because, like a, like, a range three is, is like, pretty close to a medium. So, if you have somebody who's already, like, range two away or whatever, you can throw them off an objective or something like that. And you're probably going to take them out of range three-ish range. Obviously, there's, like, math. We can't just, like – can we speculate while we're talking about it. But yeah. uh, a medium throw, so good. Really super, did. super good.
0: Uh, seeing it, I'm playing some Groot recently with uh, his I Am Groot spender. Being able to throw larger things medium is nuts. Being able to just chuck a Ghost Rider way over there um, is stellar. Uh, it can be devastating to certain characters. And when you can actually uh, both pick up and huck, humchuck uh, someone like Blob, it's you know, listen, Pyro's suit helps him become insulated against the fire that he uses. It's it does not help him become insulated against the insulation surrounding blob when he is thrown into him. That's true. It's 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 awesome. Uh, this is probably where, like I said, absolutely uh, turns him around here for me. I was a little yeah. underwhelmed. I was a little whelmed uh, by Whelming. his attacks. But uh, yeah. Catch Rot certainly puts him way up there for me. And, and Alex bring does bring up a good point about his spender you
1: don't have to do damage for the place which again kind of adds more more like uh usefulness out of it yeah so again good way to like get on top of objectives so you jump there get out like next to him and then eat them
0: yeah for five power effectively being able to get over there maybe even attack once more and then chuck somebody off or chuck someone into them or yeah it's 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 great he could kind of clear points if he I mean, if that's how you're using them, I I don't think that that's a bad way to go. That uh, ability gets a little bit more apexy as well with Primal Pounce. This is another superpower, three power. This character is thrown medium. It does not suffer damage if it collides with a character or train feature. The superpower can only be used once per turn.
1: All right. Yeah, where do we start with this?
0: (laughs) I mean, he's size three. He's gonna be doing yeah. four damage to somebody. Uh mm-hmm. this is awesome. It doubles down on just that constant like Sabretooth. Sabretooth is a is a is a horror movie monster, right? He is yeah. not there, then all of a sudden he slams into you, picks you up, throws you, and then eats a car or whatever. Like he is just, you know, he's like an apex predator. Oh <laughs> well, wow. Andy's your dad. So like
1: <laughs> think Black Panther, but like better and at least for the, the leap. Yeah. Um, I think that that's a probably a good character to like kind of put him like side by side with because he's like a different take on yeah. a Black Panther. Uh, Black Panther's big advantage. I mean, Black Panther's like what, probably still one of the best fours, but his like builder has a I think it's a push. Um, mm-hmm. but it's a, I'm pretty sure it's on a throw. So it has like a size three or four push, which is like amazing. Uh, and he has his pounce, but it's, sadly enough, I think he's only a size two. So, yeah. y- I'm, you know, you're always hoping that it's going to take somebody out. Just adding another damage on it's only going to make it more. You know, obviously, the math is more in your favor. Super great. Uh, also costs three. It's, I'm going to bring it up at the end, but I'm st- you're starting to see that this boy is very thirsty. Yeah. Uh, he needs a lot of power, which is obviously something that's going to come up, especially with this next ability. But. The pounce is solid. You'll never be sorry that you have the ability to throw yourself into somebody. No, no. I mean that's the that's the best part of Gabo's bad side of his injured side is just yeeting him into somebody and <laughs> nailing him with a glider. It's the best part.
0: It really is. Um. So I I'm like really kind of digging this character a lot so far. Um. The. Seeing that long movement turn to a medium was initially a little bit of a turnoff, but then it's very obvious why it had to be a medium Uh, as Mm. you get into that card. Just before I've even used an action, right, being able to pounce into someone for a collision, then being able to throw something, uh, someone of size three as well, medium. I just I love the chaos that this character is going to create uh, by just jumping into it right in the middle. Uh, He's just a, a lean, mean chucking machine. Yeah, no complaints from me. He's good. Hey, you want to read the next ability? Uh, you know what? Uh, I do. Thank you, Dylan. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, but I'd really prefer stop squealing and die. Uh, this is his last active ability, uh, I forget, or superpower. Four power. Little bit pricey. Yeah, I'm not not so sure why. The next Claw Slash or Bloodthirsty Onslaught attack made by this character this turn adds three dice to its attack roll. So, does seem a little bit pricey at first, but when you look at all of the other attack steroids that are out and about, they are almost always one more power than the dice you're adding to the attack.
1: Yeah. Also, something that some people that might find this interesting, so one of the best parts about Juggies is when he moves, he gets plus three to his attack. It is not specified what attacks. Yeah. So you could do it with a book or I don't know, heavy firepower, I guess if you're gonna abuse that or whatever. <laughs> is <there> any kind <laughs> of like attack you can get on them, it, it yeah. powers that up? This only applies to the attacks on his card. So yeah. that's important to know. So <clears throat> yeah, I completely agree. I was a little confused as to why it was not one for one. I w- I kept like thinking like, Oh, it must add like, I don't know, like some kind of like other trigger or, like, Oh yeah. It auto yeah. does a heel or whatever or other thing. It's a little strange that it's four. I don't know why it's probably so, one of those weird synergy problems that comes up every once in a while.
0: Well, and it's one of those other ones out there. So there, there is another one out there that is this cost for this many dice with Haymaker on crossbones where it's four power for three additional dice. Um, I, I can't think of some of the other characters offhand, but it seems like a kind of across the board. If you're adding dice to an attack, it's always, always one more power than the dice that you're adding. So it it, it fits in the narrative. It's not, you know what I mean, uh, under or overwhelming. It is the perfect amount of well. Yeah, uh, that's exactly. Iron Man and Storm, both the same way. One more power than the dice that you're adding, I believe. Yep. Uh, thank yep. you, Dan. But also just everyone uh, real quick, uh, whether you're in chat, whether you're listening at the podcast at home, just uh, thoughts and prayers to Dan real quick. Uh, He absolutely destroyed me this past Monday and sent it real hard celebrating. So he's going to be out of commission kind of for the next few days. So uh, we we hope him a speedy recovery. And I heard uh, he took a victory lap around the planet Earth. He did. That's actually no. what most of it was, I think. Yes. Yeah. Oh, got, yeah. his, got his legs real tired. He's he's unable to get up right now. Uh, you know, because sometimes you, when you send it, you got to send it. Um, especially with yeah. such a, a tremendous victory. But.
1: I hear when he finally gets back, that's when Iceman comes out. <laughs> I hear that's what's
0: going to happen. It's going to be great. I'm so excited. He does have uh, his ice pack in place. So. the the last ability on mr saber the apex predator tooth is healing factor one now we talked about this a little with with logan the wolverine uh when you were here and where do you feel What affiliations is this gentleman going to be a part of? Do we see it being outside of Weapon X protocol or Weapon X uh, program? Program. And uh, the fact that we have not seen a leadership ability on either of these boys, uh, I think, kind of confirms what we mentioned last time and that they are only going to be having a. uh, There's going to be some type of affiliation card where you can choose the leader of it, or maybe there's another release coming down the pipe. Oh my god, I can't wait Everyone's everyone's favorite Well, this one won't be a mutant friend Because it might just be Ajax Everyone's favorite (laughs) Weapon X member Yeah, for sure You know, he was, listen, he was there at the start Uh, Is Ajax a mutant? Actually, let's check that quick Ajax, mutant, question mark
1: I've never read a comic he's in So I couldn't tell you
0: Uh, Well, his real name is Francie Fanny Freeman And uh, (laughs) Sure So just to put that out there (laughs) that's a thing i know now uh very large oh there's a a constant question right here people also ask is ajax a mutant ajax is also a powerful mutant i don't know seems made up well i'm moving on but as soon as he comes out i'm giving
1: it up anybody want my mcp collection i'm done no more (sighs) mutants just that's what scarlet
0: said no more mutants no more mutants. <laughs> I, they need to make like an omega level version of that card, no more mutants, and it just removes all of them. You know? it's it's kind of meta in a Re, way. Yeah, replace all your X-Men with more crossbones.
1: <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um also it should be said, uh another thing I love about this character, the name of all the powers and stuff, Chef's Kiss, they're yeah. all really good. Puny run all uh, right or uh, what does that let me specifically say? Uh catch run is definitely a Wolverine reference. Yep because I think that's what he calls them all the time. I th- mm-hmm. I t- yeah, the names are really really good i figured i'd call that out but um to answer your question obviously steve avengers is going to be the first pick because he's a thirsty yeah. boy mm-hmm. i mean all this stuff is really expensive uh only rela- anything that's going to be able to get him power so cabal at least red skull cabal probably wouldn't do too bad with him um and again anything yeah. that's going to get him power i can't really think of anything else maybe in, in humans yeah Inhumans humans
0: or a force right um I, I don't
1: a yeah, for yeah, the harem of a uh, saber All the ladies love him. He's great.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, listen, he's he's the apex predator, man. Like, <laughs> that's true. Don't know if that's been mentioned, but uh, so I do like him in Cabal in Red Skulls Cabal. But even there, I, I feel like I don't want him to have to be attacking to be able to, to chuck stuff around because I'm going to be moving him a bit. Then I'm going to be trying to pounce him. Then I'm going to be trying to do these other things. Here's where I like him. And this is going to seem real stupid. Because uh, it is, because I just thought it out as I was thinking about it, and it is not good. But X Men Blue, sure, because sure. uh, that's that's now a one power, uh, charge place Pierce bleed thing thing. I mean, is it why? Because you you take the power off somebody else, right? I mean, technically, yeah. it's still two. Well, it, yeah, it is, but you're not using power on Toad for anything. He's not a part of X Men Blue, but you know whatever. Um, sure. But yeah, I, uh, I I dig this guy a lot. I really like him in Hydra, uh, like I like most people.
1: But, I mean, you figure as soon as you have a status inflicting effect, or yeah. like on a builder, you're, you belong in Hydra. Uh, so. On
0: both of his attacks, too. So he could always be applying bleed. Now, granted, this past Monday, I did find that sometimes, uh, if you want to play Hydra correctly, uh, <laughs> maybe don't bring High Council against Sentinels, who are all immune to poison. Uh they're also immune to bleed, uh, so Baron Zemo also unable to apply status conditions. But, they are, but also know, very difficult to move off of points. Yeah, that that also that also, <laughs> also a big part of that. Uh, there was also legacy virus. <laughs> if any uh, special conditions that were out there, whether they were on me or my opponents, were also gone. So it was, uh, you know, it was a fun time. But hmm. do we think? I- there is going to be another weapon X program release to add an official leader or are we, I mean, are we really committed at this point to the tactics card affiliation? I have a couple different thoughts on that one. Why would they mention that it
1: was an affiliation in a box that, or like in a, in a way that didn't include the leader, if there was going to be one. Mm. So they very specifically said in the box description, Hey, With this new affiliation, Weapon X program, blah, blah, blah.
0: It was a one-liner, though, that I don't think they've commented on since.
1: No, they haven't, which (laughs) that's a whole discussion in itself. But uh, I would imagine that they would have. And again, we discussed it last time. I don't know who the leader of Weapon X would even be. Yeah. Is it going to be like the U.S. government? Is that what
0: the card's going to be? Oh, that'd be cool. You could could tax people for their power or something. That'd be super sweet. (laughs) Come in with the IRS, and everyone has their you know uh rosters reduced by one threat, and then you take and it, and then you take it, and then it. you use it to fund
1: somebody's museum or like art show or whatever stupid other thing that goes through our government. Something oh,
0: anyway, nice. and so you get better paved do- roads on the map, <laughs> no, that's that's stupid, and a toll booth um, that you have to go through and pay whenever <laughs> you travel, to... even
1: though the road has been finished Correct. for like ten years, they just leave the toll booth. Anyway. Sadness of uh, existence uh, aside, uh, if they're going to release another box, they're going to have to release Logan's Jeep that he also stole from Cyclops. So there's going to be two (laughs) more characters in there, and that's going to have to be the box. So if you want to play Weapon X, you got to buy the big boy boxes. Yeah. You're going to be like, whatever. How much is this box supposed to be? It's supposed to be like 70 or something.
0: I think so. I don't don't recall. I mean, uh, the drain piece is
1: cool. I don't know where you're going to put it, where it makes sense. on like just a regular map you like, downtown Manhattan, also a bunker. Sure, listen, you
0: know, whatever. You, listen, no. there's literally a crisis for it. Mutant Madman turns bunker into <laughs> twisted <laughs> amusement lethal, park. Needles, uh, yeah. amusement park.
1: Legacy virus
0: sense. also seems totally there. Uh, Cree power cores can literally fall anywhere. Literally anywhere. Uh, maybe Demons Downtown just needs to be rebranded as Demons Down South.
1: Bunker Down. <laughs> hey. You know what? I got a pertinent question for you.
0: Ooh, I don't know what that means. It's you.
1: <laughs> hey. Okay. So in this in this uh, um, this role playing scenario, you're Tim, right? You're Tim, and you're at an event. Uh, you're across the table from I don't. Let's just say Nate from GG. Somebody else I've never met, but he, I don't know. Be kind of nice to meet him one day, anyway. But he's a uh, nice guy, by the way. Just that's incredibly, uh,
0: that's incredibly nice. Says.
1: Uh, and you have both of the Wolverine, or oh, sorry, not the Wolverine. Well, Okay, yeah, maybe you do. Maybe you have both of the Wolverines and you have both of the Sabertooths, the saber teeth. Yeah. Why would you bring one saber teeth over the other? <sighs> Boom. Think about that.
0: Actually, uh, right out of the gate, I'll tell you exactly why I'm going to bring different ones. Uh, I'm going to bring OG Vanilla Sabertooth when I need someone grabbing objectives. When I need that long movement, that is absolutely what he's there for. If I need him on a point... Where I want that counterattack, that is also right where I want it. I want him getting a senator, running away with it. And if someone does pot shot him, he's going to hit them back hard to make sure they stop chasing him. Um Apex Predator Saber Tooth is a bully, and I want him to do bully things. So I'm not having him hold anything, but I am <laughs> jumping him into a group of enemies to throw and pounce <laughs> and stab and claw and then you know place and maybe even get away. He's an ambush predator for me. <laughs> for sure. While uh uh OG Sabretooth is actually more of a um an objective score. And I would say one of the best part
1: one of the best parts of old Sabretooth's kit that people forget about all the time is he has aggressive. Yeah. So if you I think you have, I think you have to do damage for aggressive, but yep. if you get hit. He's he's going to move towards you with this movement. Uh, Actually, I think it might be short, right? I think I think aggressive is short. short. So, I mean, that alone kind of like is somewhat of a deterrent to not hit him. He doesn't have stealth. This one doesn't have stealth either. I don't know. In my I've always been an advocate for old Sabretooth. I've always thought he was at least good.
0: Yeah, Uh, I I was actually very happy that he was in the power bottom 10 for a while because he was a mainstay like constantly in every roster I ran. Uh, Sabretooth was there, and he constantly did work. And I think the biggest issue that he has, and
1: it's I guess I don't even want to call it a gripe, but the part of this game that drives me the nuts the most is the four threat slot is so
0: like coveted, it's very competitive. It's a your four threat has slot.
1: to be the best. That's why it's probably why you see Doctor Voodoo so much because mm-hmm. he's like not fair with that stupid i'll say it i'll say it i don't think possession should work the way it does but whatever that's a discussion for another time it's frustrating to be hit by that but whatever but when you have like saber who's good but he's definitely not like on that higher end. and this one is in probably going to be the same exact yeah. bow i think when you look at the threat cost of apex predator you're like this is a four and then you look at like a voodoo or even a venom to some extent, depending on what you want to do. That he's like a four point eight. He's a four, yeah. Right, you're definitely pushing it. Where it's, it's the the inclusion of this Sabretooth, I think, is going to come down to the affiliations. Mm-hmm. But again, what are those affiliations possibly going to be? We couldn't figure it out for Logan. I mean, maybe Cabal. Yeah. Maybe Brotherhood. Again, I don't know when Sabretooth joins Brotherhood. If he's in Brotherhood, you'll definitely see this Sabretooth. Oh, for yeah.
0: Sure. Yeah, because that's a great spot for him, even if he's unaffiliated, right? Just being able to get the power to be able to do all the stuff that you want him to do from having terrain blow up all, all over the place. Granted, he can't do that himself. No. But, you know. Um, oh, he can throw somebody into terrain. Oh, that's true. That's true. Sort when you need that automatic one account. damage just to finish one off, you might as well, you know, trigger that uh, Brotherhood ability. Eat someone into a trash can mm, or yes. Yep. <laughs> Listen, it's sometimes the only way to take down a She-Hulk I've heard
1: <laughs> is to hit him with 13 trash cans. <laughs> 13 yeah, trash. no, I know. I know that story. Well, <laughs> Robert, <laughs> it's son of a gun. I remember that game. So good. But um, um, yeah, so I guess the question I have for you is what affiliations
0: do you think he could possibly be in? I mean, Brotherhood right out of the gate. Uh, we Granted, we don't know Weapon X program and what it's going to do, but because they've been so spot on narratively with this and the Wolverine, I think they are obviously going to feel incredibly at home in that particular affiliation. Um, sure. Outside that, like I said, Hydra. I, sure. I, like, I like more heals on more heals, right? So I can just especially with so much stamina, if he's going to get Kind of um, timid down a little bit, like just pinged here and there uh, to try to wither him down before he goes or especially after he goes. I think uh, being able to heal him on um, uh, bleed uh, placements is, is is solid. And I think because he has a higher defense, he's going to be a prime target to be able to or to for your opponent to want to be putting um, incinerate on. And because he's power hungry, poison also seems like a great way to deal with him. So having him in Hydra and getting away a lot of those weaknesses that could kind of staunch him a little bit would be uh, a 100% solid place for him.
1: Absolutely. Um, I mean, yeah, as far as like tactics cards go, you got anything that might make him like a little better? Yeah, they're going to... We're going like Morlock territory. Stepping on her feet here in a second.
0: Oh, fair. Uh... How, do, how do we make this not love
1: character better?
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... Yeah, I, I assume that there will be maybe kind of the reverse of what we saw with uh, with Juggernaut, where he does have an enemy-only throw, and now we will see him with a tactic card throw for terrain. I do think that we might see some form of ambush tactics card, similar yeah. maybe to shield that lets him place later. Uh, yeah. I think that makes all the sense in the world, both canonically and with how this particular character looks and feels. Um being able to put him in after round one, um, or towards the end of round one, I think is like uh, like a perfectly fitting glove, right?
1: For sure, because uh, so, obviously when I, um, now if we speculate at least on Weapon X, uh, the leadership, or the card, or when it's uh, I don't know who, who's going to be um, going to be the leader. Ajax when Ajax comes out, yeah, and he's riding Cyclops' stolen jeep. Uh, <laughs> what is that leadership going to be? Obviously they probably don't want to have any crossover leadership wise. Mm -hmm. You know, there's only like so much room. What could we possibly speculate the leadership's going to be? It just occurred to me. What about like a midnight suns type move after you do an attack to like, to like for that, like uh, assassin thing that they're supposed to be,
0: Ooh.
1: you know, wonder like something like that, or maybe, maybe it'll be like a range two
0: put or not a put like a place. Yeah. Similar to midnight suns one, but but you have to be an attack. Yeah. I actually really like that going into an attack before making an attack. Maybe you can spend one. It only happens once around, similar to storm hop, right? Where yeah. you get a place within two before making that first attack or something along those lines. I think that makes I, Yeah, I think that sounds pretty spot on. Um, stealth as well. Maybe being able to apply stealth yeah. either as a card, maybe even uh, like a super sneaky sis, like a range two stealth. Yeah, that'd be um, good. Or something along those lines would be would be solid. Um, I could also see just because of the you know, the the mental tampering that normally happens with uh, with Weapon X people, maybe something similar to the Winter Guard, but not having a role for it, where they sure. just, you know, you can spend one to not be moved as a result of uh, or
1: dead deadpool's uh pixies and unicorns thing where he just can't be moved by <laughs> mystic attacks yeah. He's just crazy. <laughs> yeah that'd be that'd be pretty good uh i mean i'm excited to see it i'm sure it's gonna i'm just tired of mutants but yeah i'm excited to see what they do i'm just excited to play against them it's gonna be fun it's it's gonna be fun to see like characters who you like you love the you know the 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 big blockbustery type characters. Yeah. It's gonna be fun to see them because like when you play MCP, sometimes you're just like, I don't really know who this character is, you know. But when you see Logan, you're like, okay, I know exactly who that is. Yeah. It's kind of fun to see him. Well, I'm excited I, to see more Logan.
0: I I am excited for what else might be in that particular affiliation. I you know what yeah. we we don't really have, and I guess you could say this a little bit maybe about like A force and Inhumans. not necessarily a tall roster, but an elite roster of a bunch of fours, right? And then you're just yeah. filling in that last spot with it with a two or a three just to to round out whatever point total you're at. But like just four heavy hitters going in there that are all threats on their own that could potentially go two on one against a bunch of other types of characters that can also potentially hold their own against some of the, you know, the bigger swingers like a five or a six.
1: So definitely be you're speculating. It's gonna be more of a tall affiliation.
0: Yes. Yep.
1: Yeah, I have to agree with you there.
0: Um, just because it, it really fits in with that 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 assassin, you know, just kind of. I mean, these are big brutes. They 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 are, they are assassins. They do sneak around, but at the end of the day, they're also just monsters in their own right. They're Canadians.
1: Correct. <laughs> they're giant
0: mountain Canadians. I watched a, a TikTok today about Canadian chefs uh, and and what they do and how like everything has four or five or six different sauces on it. And they're like, well, we don't Canadians don't have their own food. They just take other people's food and then add a bunch of sauces and make it their own. And I was like, "Yo, spot on, but listen, everyone loves it." Like, yeah, poutine. I yeah. mean, I as much as I really don't want to like it, it is good, man. Poutine's good. They just opened up a new place here that had some uh poutine that I've already forgotten the name of, uh which will ruin the anecdote as a whole, but uh, it was good. <laughs> so, good. there's that. All right. Well, but,
1: but yeah. I, I, I'm excited to try it next time I come up. Yeah. <laughs> I go to the, the poutine
0: place with no name. It's called it's not a great name. It's not, <laughs> oh, I see. It's not a name that that rolls off the tongue. Uh it is not a, a positive feeling uh restaurant name. It's called Nag N A G. See. And uh listen, we got That's some food from there. Man. Uh they had some really neat stuff on the menu and uh, a really bomb poutine that I just can't remember the specifics about.
1: So, uh hey owner of Nags, uh since you're, I know you're watching this. Uh yeah, what you, probably. What, what are you doing, dude? What are you doing, dude? Or do debt? Uh, I'm not sure, but
0: So, super important, no one will care about this outside of Dan just cuz I forgot to tell him. Um Nags, this restaurant that we're talking about, and the Professional Casual Network have just both joined um, the Oneonta Chamber of Commerce at the same time. You know, we're kind of, we're, really we're nice. betrothed in that way. So, wow. uh, you know, it, it's it's uh, great food, great podcasts, better pizza, Papa John's. So, not a sponsor. But uh, was there anything else you wanted to, to reference with Sabretooth before we moved on? To AMG's blockbuster uh, Apex Predator announcement this week, um,
1: I'm excited to see him. It's I think he's pretty solid. I, I get he. I, I just enjoy the different take. Yeah. Um, I'm still annoyed that there's a second character with the same name before we've seen so many other characters that we kind of need to have in the game right now. But other than that, I'm
0: glad to see him. It'll be cool to see him. You know what? Actually, I want to paint him. Two more, two more places I think he might be actually very well suited. Um, because of the higher defense, I don't think Web Warriors is a bad spot, especially sure. adding a lot of brute force that they sometimes are lacking. Um, in addition to, I mean, you're talking about like Lifeline with all of the throws and pounces and stuff that he have could be actually pretty stellar. Also, Convocation, uh, taking damage and getting that little wizard hop. Uh, could be putting him in great spots to set up some absolutely devastating turns. Oh, uh, wait a minute. How did we forget Midnight Suns? He should be in Midnight Suns. Oh, yeah. Also, just that one without the overcomplicated nature sun. of the convocation <laughs> I jump.
1: Mean, I don't think he's a good convocation <laughs> member myself, but yeah, well, he definitely belongs in Midnight Suns. Do you have
0: to pay for the convocation jump, the wizard jump? No, but uh, so I maybe. Mean, yeah. He has no mystic attacks. That's fine. You have to be hit
1: in order to do the hop. I don't know there's a lot of there's a lot of things that it would have. Right, to
0: happen. But it's a it's a psychic play, right? Because they're like, oh, this isn't the other saber tooth that I've been trained not to attack. This is the one I can attack. He doesn't have that a I've it. never seen, Correct. never played against. Everyone says, but <laughs> moving over to some other really, really, really stupid, exciting news. AMG announced this week that they are launching a new Star Wars skirmish game called Shatterpoint Star Shatterpoint. Wars Shatterpoint. It does look like the initial releases or the first expansions or the first waves are going to kind of be based in the prequels and the Clone Wars, uh, which is awesome. We know out of the gate that there's going to be Ahsoka and Darth Maul in the starter box, and uh, I couldn't be more excited for this. Uh, Skirmish-based games is really... um, a sweet spot for me as far as number one, having to paint the amount of models that are required to be able to field them. And just, I'm really hoping that this is a a shorter game as a whole, right? That 45 minute to an hour spot is really nice, especially to go to your local game store, be able to get a couple games in and not have kind of that minimum two to three hours to, to get a game in. Um, And AMG has done a really good thing. I think with MCP and making a broad-based game that has a high skill cap that has relatable, likable licensed characters that you can identify with and the characters actually reflect a lot of the preconceived notions people have with those characters because they are usually incredibly true to form and true uh, to canon Um, I I would love to see that applied to Star Wars Uh, Legion is also still an incredibly stellar game and they've been very clear that Legion is not going anywhere uh, because it very much is a different game than it seems like they're projecting for uh Shatterpoint. Um wh- what it, what was your initial uh reaction to uh to that announcement, Dylan? <laughs> my initial reaction was uh I was like oh boy, another
1: Star Wars game. Oh great. <laughs> that was my first reaction. And then I saw the trailer and I was like okay. Now now I can get behind this. I'm liking it. Some of the models were, or all the models seem compositionally they seem really really good. I love the models. Yeah. Uh, some of the paint jobs are real good. Some of them are a little. I don't know if you actually I watched the trailer a couple of times. And I was like, some of these models, man, they really rushed these guys out. But whatever, it happens. Yeah. Um. Some things I definitely saw in it make me excited for, uh, you know, maybe some things that could possibly come to MCP too. Which is, yeah. You know, obviously there's going to be some kind of crossover. There also seemed to be more of a, <clears throat> and it could be speculation on my part.
0: Well, but that's there seemed what the to be more like,
1: about. That's fair. That's what the show is for. Uh, but there seemed to be like a little bit more verticality in the terrain. Yes. So I'm hoping because what I think one of the things that MCP and it's not and again not even a gripe on MCP, where I think it'd be really cool if the terrain was more, uh, like elaborated on. I guess mm-hmm. maybe not like a keyword system like like you know like a 40k or whatever. But uh, it's kind of weird that like there's really no rules for like a forest or there's rules for, oh, I don't know, like, like certain things like maybe you wouldn't be able to throw. throw. Yeah. Stuff like yeah. that. Like, Oh, you get cover if you're in between this thing and whatever. Um, So like, I think that that could probably be elaborated on. Obviously it's probably going to be more important for a game that is like mo- probably mostly guns with yeah. lasers. So I'm kind of excited on what could possibly come out of that. Um, and I, my mind is just a buzz because like tons of characters, it's really cool. It's going to be cool to see how their interpretations of them.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, and like because they did such an insanely good job with the terrain destruction and throwing in the active battlefield yeah. with MCP to have that applied to a Star Wars skirmish game, I think would also be incredible, especially when you do have Jedis throwing boxes and trash cans and yeah, stuff yeah. around. Like, will For we sure. get to see a similar situation where a... um? a Plo Koon has to throw 17 garbage cans at a Darth Vader <laughs> to finally get him down. Like, Oh gosh, we we might have that. And that's rad as heck. Uh, I'm super about it. And the aesthetic too of the star Wars universe and in their, their background containers, I, I feel like it's, it's a very specific art style that's always kind of been there as far as like big metal boxes that are just randomly in streets and the cylinders and stuff like that i think you could do a lot there i i hope that's included we don't know a lot about it so far um but i would absolutely stay tuned here and i I wrote a blog about it yesterday as well that went up on the website professionalcasual.com, if you want to check that out as well uh i would not be shocked to hear an announcement from us very shortly uh about launching a a Shatterpoint podcast as well, because uh, internally we are absolutely stoked about it, um, very, very, very excited. Um, and Dan was telling me uh, that some of the characters that were revealed in in that are kind of those niche characters that aren't like hugely wide uh, widely known or popular, um, and kind of likened it to Modoc and how right. he was part of that that wave one. Yeah. So I, I'm going to confirm this right now, Boss Nass. Absolutely going to be in this game. Uh, I'm super excited to paint boss Nass. When boss Nass comes out, I will assemble and paint him myself and I will do it on stream. Guaranteed
1: job wrecking crew. Here he comes. The big slug. <laughs> He's coming for you. Coming for your booty.
0: He's going to slap you real good. Um, so they, they have made a a number of uh, statements saying that, you know, this isn't this isn't MCP Star Wars. This is going to be its own different thing. It's going to use different rules. I, I think one of the first reactions that a lot of us had was like, oh, my God, do you think we could play Ahsoka versus Venom? Because that's rad as heck. Um, it doesn't seem like that's coming. But honestly, I don't think uh, I don't think there's anything really off limits for them. If they're on the same
1: scale. I mean, technically, you guys I mean, you guys used to write scenarios and stuff. These wouldn't be hard to just. That's true. Kind of Pour them in. That's true. It be that hard.
0: That's true. Listen, and, I've, and
1: and I gotta say, AMG's ability to pull characters—they no one's ever heard of. Yeah, And pull them into their games is crazy.
0: (laughs) It doesn't matter what the IP is. And do them well and elicit a response. You know what I mean? The the people that have feelings of Cassandra Nova are always extreme. (laughs) There is no middle ground. It is always, who is this? Why are they in my game? Or, oh my God, Cassandra Nova? Yeah, I'm going to ruin the battlefield with her. And then, shout out to Mitch, just people (laughs) that hate her so much that it's just listen energy and emotion are involved with these characters and they do justice by them and that's what's important is that i feel the same way about gene technically yeah i really dislike her but well they're in the same box too (laughs) correct well and that's the thing right like uh mcp has been balanced very well to a point where if you really like a character you can just play them you can focus on that character in every list all the time uh, yep. and it it's Not something that's going to really Hurt you at the end of the day uh, You could like a particular Warhammer, Warhammer Army and they could be okay. Bad for a decade They could be yeah. not worth playing for a decade But if mm-hmm. you super dig Gene or in, in my uh, Instance Bullseye or Cyclops I can run them all the time that's They true. don't have to be the best I can put them in the best list And it still works Yep hundred percent. So what do you
1: think? Do you think it's going to be like a a threat system
0: in shadow point? It it is, it is really difficult to not just template over a bunch of stuff from MCP on our expectations for this, but I, that, that is what I assume it will be. It'll be threat versus probably larger points because I don't think um, a point based system that has, you know, larger totals or a 750 or 850 or 1500, you know, I don't think that works with skirmish games. Yeah. Yeah. So I do think it'll, it'll be, you know, single digit points for things, but. And and it does seem like a lot of the the characters and stuff are accompanied by some of the units or drones or clones yeah. um, from from the Star Wars universe. So whether that's an additive, maybe you can bring Darth Maul or for one more point, you know, you can throw in to uh, IG, whatever is Magna Guards.
1: Something I did notice B1s, multiple B1s on one base. I think it was three B1s on a base.
0: I mean, they—they're so, you know. certainly the shield grunts of uh, of Star Wars. <laughs>
1: for sure, yeah. So they're they're still willing to put multiple models on a base, which I thought was interesting. For the for the trash, you know, the, the like yeah. uh, for the throwaway the, units.
0: Yeah, for the rabble.
1: Yeah, for the yeah, for the f- fodder.
0: Are there any mechanics from Marvel Crisis Protocol that you would be excited about seeing implemented in Shatterpoint?
1: for MCP two Shatterpoint, uh, obviously yeah, the terrain throwing is probably my favorite part. Yeah. Um, I don't know, probably like maybe different kinds of damage. Um, oh. so like, you know, like force power damage would be like, I guess maybe the mystic, you know, yeah. that'd be the blue or whatever. And then like laser fire and blasters would all be like red. And then like, maybe lightsabers are like yellow or whatever. I think having multiple defenses makes it, that's one of the best parts of MCP in my opinion is that you can essentially, have characters who are, who are kind of skewed to, to one thing or the other yeah. and that's what makes them good for team creation so yeah. like carnage as we were talking about earlier five physical threat if you look across and you see a brotherhood player and you don't see scarlet i mean he's gonna pay in dividends right because they can only do a uh, physical except right. for like Toad, like spit or whatever but um but you can like do those weird skews which makes army building so much more interesting i would like to also see something like that yeah i where I- you're where you have to take the other person's like strategy in mind. Uh,
0: You know, that's something I never really thought of how different having the multiple different types of attacks and uh, defenses are and, and how that kind of creates its own. It's not even, it's more advanced than just even a rock, paper, scissors system too, right? Because you have attacks that you're good at and defenses you're good at, and those don't all necessarily correlate all the time to both yourself, your team, or your opponent. So having force powers as, you know, a, a, a mystic derivative, Energy and uh, blasters and lightsabers. Yeah, I think you're spot on. And then ballistics and, you know, there's a bunch of characters with just big sticks and maces and stuff or crossbows. That would be more of a physical damage type. Yeah, I I would love to see that there. I think that would translate very well and make a lot of sense and differentiate it from a lot of the other Star Wars games that are out there. Yeah, for sure. What about you? Um, honestly, I was a little floored by that one because that's something I never would have thought of something yeah, that's so just, integral to MCP and what makes it different, but is not really brought up as something that is, in fact, the thing that's making it different. Uh, that was that was that was a very good observation. Um, Jesse rubbed off on me every
1: single time I see a, when I saw old Wolverine in a team, I'm like, oh, you better bet I'm bringing some <laughs> bringing some wizards. <laughs> I'm going to melt them.
0: Um, As far as things that I would like to see brought to this, they I I would like a simplified system. I don't want to see eighteen million cards and stuff that you know. I I just I've moved away from the forty k and every unit having plus two this, minus two this, and you know I just I don't want to micromanage everything. I want Anakin or uh, or or Luke or whatever to really kind of for the most part be locked in time at some point in their story and that is the the sure. one that's being represented i do however i i would like to see something similar to maybe gems maybe it is equipment or maybe it is smaller things yep. but um being able to modify with plus ones or minus ones not plus eights or minus four you know i don't want it to be that that integral but i do like a simplified system of being able to add maybe a buff or something to a character uh to something them Something I meant to bring up earlier was there could be the
1: possibility of including weapons and stuff like that that also interact with terrain. So, like, you equip a clone trooper with, like, a rocket. Yeah. Blow blow something up. So, like, that's exactly where I was going with that. Where maybe – because what seems to be the case, and they even illustrated it with some of the, like, images that they had. There was always, like, a leader, and then there was always, like, a unit, like, around them. Mm -hmm. So, it could – what if you bring – let's just say Anakin, right? And you just automatically bring three members or whatever of the 501st or, or you also get Rex. Like you have to bring like a chunk. Yeah. Like you get an army chunk and they're just like always together. Like that's always like the thing. So not only are you thinking about Anakin, but you're also thinking like, Oh, who, who, what buddies does he bring? Maybe that could also be a way to stipulate on what you're saying maybe this is when anakin is later on or whatever he's got phase two troopers instead of phase ones that means Ooh. he's more expensive or whatever but anakin remains the same but the people around him change
0: i actually really like that so i guess my initial impression and in seeing some of these characters with particular units or whatever was that that was probably set in stone but the fact mm. that yeah no i actually really like that a lot being able to bring uh, your your character or, or your commander or whatever, along with just another affiliated subunit right. instead of a, a, a set static one. You know, this guy always brings Magna Guards. Or this guy always yep. brings elite guards or something. Yeah, I, I actually super dig that a lot. That would be. And that could be like a
1: character's thing. So like general grievance uh, when he's running around complaining about stuff and coughing and, having, and coughing all the time. You could have like, oh, well, what is he commanding? MagnaGar, B1s, B1s, B12s, Droidicas, whatever. Like he could maybe that's like his character's thing is like maybe like however the roster system works. If they do that, um, you could have like general grievance three times in your roster, but then you just pick one. You're like, oh, I'm going against Anakin. He's weak against whatever like droid because for whatever reason let me bring that like just just in case kind of thing i do maybe that's where the army construction works
0: i do really like the roster system as far as bringing a roster and then making squads from that roster the sideboard thing is awesome yeah it it really 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 is um and i i hope we see that or or something similar translate because just being able to there's there's something so static about larger army games where you're playing the same army in the same way every time that kind of really Uh, It it takes a lot of the fun and the versatility and the wildness out of it because you're you're like, oh, well, this guy's running X, Y, Z. That's what it will always be. While you could play the same opponent in MCP four or five different times, even with the same roster, and they could have wildly different setups every single time. And I think that's what gives this game a lot of variety, especially at the tournament scene and at the competitive level. Where you could know X player from X leaderboard always runs this, but that roster could still be different every single time, even though he's constantly bringing the same 10 models.
1: Uh, Oh, yeah. And then even in the chat, they're talking about like a spell system where uh, I know it's like kind of a real niche game, but there's a Harry Potter miniatures game by uh, night models. And I know that with that one, um, I'm not super up on it. I almost got into it, didn't fully get into it, but I know that you can like make spells with like card flips. Okay. They kind of like just make random spells. But that'd be kind of interesting. You're like, oh, yeah, if I don't want to bring three troopers, maybe I'm like, maybe I'll just go super hard on Anakin and he gets push, pull, lightning, you know, this combination of force powers or whatever.
0: Well, and even those mechanics, right? The push and the pull for Jedi seems like it'd be right at home.
1: Yeah. Oh, for sure. I mean, especially like speed, run, like your combat based ones are just going to take force speed or whatever. Yeah. Battle meditation. If you're including stuff from like the old Republic. Yeah, you, you want to talk about how to steal my money? You include the <laughs> old Republic stuff, you know, like uh, from the video games and all that. Oh, my gosh, Dude, man. I love that. I, that, that is the best Star wars ever.
0: So I wasn't really ever super into Star Wars, and then I got into the, the MMO, the old Republic MMO, and oh, my mm. gosh, the story in that, the voice acting was stellar. I yeah. still regularly, like, I don't like to call it an MMO. It was a very different thing and was v- insanely viable and enjoyable single player like i still think about going back and being like oh i wonder what's up with that guy i should go back and see what the expansions are like and oh man that was really 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 good stuff but similar to our episode of elite 8 showdown which is coming out tomorrow uh, on the elite a showdown stream. Um, or, and you know, just wherever you get elite, your, your elite Eight showdown podcasts, uh, Dylan and I have an episode that's coming out tomorrow. I would highly suggest checking it out. Dylan came up with actually a really, really, really good. Um, I don't the category or theme for the theme. episode yeah, that I super dug. Do you want to talk a little bit about that and, and kind of what that was and, and how it worked <laughs> out?
1: So obviously a lot of the characters we've uh, in this game, especially like, let's just even like think about Spidey, right? How long has Spidey been around? Like, I think he's been around since like the 40s, yeah. let's say. Uh, so, obviously, the main driving factor for that character, for these characters, for the most part, there's a few exceptions, has relatively remained about the same. What is the core concept of a character? Which of these core concepts makes the best kind of stories that you can kind of like get different viewpoints on and all that? I think, obviously, there's been like a recent renaissance when it comes to comics, probably be- mostly because of the movies. Like, there's been more interest in it, but. Mm-hmm. The idea of can you which of these concepts of one of these eight characters has the best storytelling capabilities based on what is like the core tenet of that character? And I think I think it was a great discussion. Yeah. It's a little it's got some emotional charge to it. Um, it's definitely not like I don't think it's like offensive by any means, but it definitely has some like things you think about that are like issues today. Yeah. I think, and I think it makes it super interesting. Um, it's definitely worth discussing, in my opinion. Sure. I thought we I thought we were very respectful of
0: it. There was minimal cutouts that I had to do. There, there, wasn't, <laughs> wow. there wasn't a whole bunch, yeah. Unlike um, <laughs> a regular episode of Elite 8 Showdown where you know <laughs> they're all four hours recorded and they 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 get cut out at like 45 minutes at the end of the day. But but yeah, so um, so check that out. Elite 8 Showdown, new episode tomorrow. It looks like there's going to be a couple more episodes of that coming down the line as well. Professionalcasual.com is where you're going to find all of our podcasts uh, as well as patreon.com slash Casual. We have a whole bunch of video up there for all of our podcasts that goes up on the Patreon as well as uh, access to the Discord. Whole, just tons and tons and tons and tons of content that, that are there. As always, we really want to thank our King Ding dongers and our professional cake sitters uh Bastion, Cider Drinker, Leroy, Tony Hot Hands, Rob, Cider Drinker. <laughs> yep, there it is. Thank you. Said Bastion, I believe. There's always one I miss and it's, it's, it's bad and it's stupid and I'm a bad person for doing so, but it's probably cider drinker, but (laughs) thank you so much guys. We really appreciate it. Uh, even at the $1 tier, it really helps us out quite a bit. Uh, helps us keep the lights on, constantly be replacing equipment because, uh, a lot of this stuff is, is, uh, pricey and, uh. Doesn't always work uh, and certainly doesn't always play nice together. So we couldn't do that without your support. Really, really, really appreciate that. Um, And we like to be able to give back as much as we can uh, with that as well. One of the things that we are able to do uh, with the stuff from Patreon is be able to pay people to write blogs. Dylan has written several that are all exceptional. Uh, if you would like to like uh, to write a blog about Marvel Crisis Protocol, or potentially maybe about Shatterpoint coming down the line, make sure to reach out to us uh, either on the Facebook, facebook.com/professionalcasual, directly to me at tim@professionalcasual.com, or on the website. There's a bunch of ways to contact us. Let us know if you're interested in that. Write us a little sample, send it in, and uh, we we do pay for that so that's something we're very happy to be able to do as uh you know hearing different viewpoints from the community as a whole is very important to us and i think gives everyone a little bit of a different viewpoint on how other people are playing the same games we are can't confirm on payment. <laughs> can confirm <laughs> and quick too it's it is quick i yeah, never like a little longer up Yeah, he just
1: said, boom, paid. I was like, yeah.
0: (laughs) But we really appreciate that, Dylan. I'm so happy you were able to be here today. Uh, You're always a delight. And I appreciate you sacrificing your voice to be here as well. (laughs) You're welcome. Um, But you'll be able to check out uh, a whole bunch of stuff at Everwinter, including both Dylan and I. We will be there doing uh, not Dylan and I, but the professional casual network will be there covering all the MCP events over the weekend. We'll also be running a seminar on how to stream and get your stuff up there. Uh, Dylan, uh, you're playing. What are you playing at, at Everwinter? Infinity? I'm,
1: I'm playing infinity. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to, I'm going there for best painted. I am not going to win for the record. It's like, uh, it's like one of the first big uh, like a uh, convention. They call them, um, dire states in infinity which means that there's multiple states where it pulls in anyway but it's the first big like painting award that's okay. going on and i'm like i have to be the winner uh but to my dismay i've gotten a lot of flack that i'm not going to mcp so trust me i'm feeling the burn i'm sorry <laughs> i'm not gonna be there i'll walk over there as much as
0: possible and i'll say hi i'm sorry uh, listen, but uh i'm sure we'll have you on stream at some point during that weekend oh yeah oh, oh and yeah, man sure. alex is gonna be there too he's someone that that internally we really like um as a whole. And there, there's not a lot of people out there as no, no. friendly no, no. and what? Can I Alex
1: talk? is going to take my enjoyment of something else. Oh, no. No, no. <laughs> Alex is going to stand there. and My dice are going to abandon me. No. Have you, have you ever seen a man jump out a window of the third story of a building on live stream? No.
0: <laughs> <laughs> There's not a better, nicer person to have your dice fail you against than my Alex, to be perfectly fair. (laughs) But... Uh, in addition to all that, we're going to be at LVO, streaming all of the massive, massive, massive MCP events that are happening there. I've um, been talking to the event organizer, Tyson, as well as Omnis, who's been putting together a whole bunch of the stuff over there. Um, a lot of stuff, really, 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 really cool events and things are in the works. Uh, so stay tuned to all of the LVO and uh, Frontline Gaming uh, channels. And to I got to sneak I got a sneak peek at some of the... I'm not going to say what it is because it's
1: not my right to talk about it, but I saw a sneak peek at some of the prizes they're going to be giving away at that MCP event, and you are going to be real sad if you don't get any. I'm going to tell you that right now. I was like, holy cow, these are awesome. Very sad. I'm not going to get any. You do not want to miss it. They're amazing. At
0: uh, LVO or Everwinter? At Everwinter. Oh, yeah. It's very winter-themed. As soon as I saw it, I was like, this is incredible. Dude, they're... You're definitely going to want it. Their prize wall and raffle
1: stuff is intense this is only mcp you can only get it at, it's not even on the prize rattle might be there too but Ooh. there's this is just for signing up and uh I, again i'm not gonna stipulate because it's not my right to talk about it but yeah. i saw it and i was like holy moly this is amazing i'm so glad this is a thing i'm gonna steal them all when people aren't looking bye and then i left
0: guys wicked that's the place to sign up for all of the events at everwinter uh, we would love to see any and each and every one of you there I'm super glad Matt's going to be there, that Dylan's going to be there. I think uh, there's a bunch of other locals that are that are headed there that we're super stoked to see. So in addition to all that, Shatterpoint, apparently no new information is going to be dropping for that until the new year. But one of the first places that you're going to be able to get your hands on it is at Adepticon 2023. So if you haven't planned around going to Adepticon yet... I would highly suggest it. It was our first con as a network. We are, will be there again next year as well, covering MCP. So get ready. It's going to have Star Wars worlds. It's going to have Shatterpoint, um, massive things for both X-Wing, um, Armada, and the Worthy, I believe, is going to be there as well. Um, Adepticon is going to be huge this year. Driving places with no help. Driving places with no help. Guys, it, it's got everything that you would possibly want. Could possibly want. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, so stay tuned to all of that. Stay tuned to ProfessionalCasual.com where we will be dropping any and every little, ba- little baby piece of information that we can get our hands on and are allowed to actually tell people. Um, and uh, as well as some of the cool new tokens and sleeves that are going to be coming out. So stay tuned later in the month for another episode of The Cleanup Phase, our Patreon-only MCP and more show where we talk about some behind the behind-the-scenes things. From the network, from conventions, stories that uh, happen at conventions uh, that, listen, are, are always absolutely stellar. Maybe uh, Dylan will be a part of them now that I'm actually friends with them on Facebook and know how to get a hold of them. Uh, in addition to uh, some of the releases and stuff that we are going to be coming out with as well on the network. So if you want to see what sleeves are going to be going up for pre-order next, that is the place to do it. Uh, and I'm incredibly excited for the stuff that is going to start uh, being available for pre-order in December, um, that I think, uh, Dylan will probably really appreciate. And quite frankly, some of the designs for those, um, those sleeves and tokens are it's something I want on t-shirts on hats. I want to add a tattoo on my face. I am overjoyed with, uh, with how some of that stuff is turning out. So if you haven't checked that, the sleeves and tokens uh, out already, info is in the show notes it supports us directly in a very big way so we really appreciate that and as always beardedragongames.online pre-order all of your mcp stuff maybe even your shatterpoint stuff maybe your legion stuff listen it's all there if you pre-order you get 15 percent off flat no code just 15 percent off for you know being early after that you can use code pcme10 at checkout to get 10 percent off your order if you didn't happen to get it in time to pre-order but dylan where can everyone find you? Uh, mostly on Discord, because uh, I don't have I don't own a
1: professional casual network uh, thing. So yeah, just reach out to me, Dr. D, number 4340 on Discord is probably the best way to reach me. If you want to email me, uh, furypainting at gmail.com. Also the place to send your stuff for the painting competition for Fury's Finest. If you would like to join, it's Model with Flight. doesn't have to be MCP Model. It could be Actually, I guess MCP models would be preferred and all speaking because then you would definitely know if it does flight or not. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, send me an email if you have any questions about models that you want to bring. Just you know, I'll give you a heads up if they're good or not. And uh, it's a lot of fun. I got still got a bunch of stuff to give out. That's for sure. Um, I got to get more. Let me tell you, man, the th- stuff I thought was going to go didn't move. Everybody wanted the brushes. Okay. The Monument hobby brushes and paints, man, yeah. gone instantly. They just took them. I got nothing left. Please oh, and if you're American, please win. I am so tired of sending stuff to to the UK. It's, it's a really lot.
0: expensive.
1: Yeah, it please is. Please win. Please be an American and win. I would love that. That'd be awesome. <laughs> be be local too. It'll walk it to your house to get a little full exercise in and
0: be like, Here you go, sir. But thank you guys so much. Uh, Dylan, as always. Really appreciate you being here. And you're always quite a delight. But I love it. We'll Love see, being here. Uh well guys, we'll see you Monday for a new stream of Oh yeah, the power phase. We'll have Mr. Brian Watson himself uh apparently making me need to try this week. Uh not a huge fan of that, but we'll see how it goes. Uh Brian, by the way, uh was the TO at uh the Atlantic City Open. He's gonna be one of the people helping run the LVO, and he'll be, you know, the uh the King Dean doppeldonger of Amphor Winter for MCP as well. So make sure. Uh, to be at all those things so you can see him, so you can see me, so you can see Dylan, and all of our other friends. All right, guys. Thank you so much. I love you. Bye. Bye. Ah, nuts. (laughs) Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed this show, check out all the other great shows here at the Professional Casual Network. Like what, Danny? I'll tell you. On Mondays, we've got the Lost Omens podcast, our Pathfinder 2E actual play, hosted by me, playing through the Extinction Curse AP. Also, Streaming on Twitch.tv slash Professional Casual Network at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, you can check out, oh yeah, The Power Phase, our Marvel Crisis Protocol live battle report show. On Tuesdays, the podcast version of, wait, did I roll a wild? Our Marvel Crisis Protocol vlog is available. On Wednesdays, alternating releases on the Patreon, we have Settling the Southlands, our homebrew Forp actual play, and The Slithering, a Pathfinder second edition actual play. And on Thursdays, live at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on twitch.tv slash professional casual network, we've got Wait, did I roll a wild, our Marvel Crisis Protocol Povlog. You can also check out back episodes of Elite Eight Showdown and the first 39 episodes of The Lost Omens podcast, the first 24 episodes of Settling the Southlands, and the first handful of episodes of The Slithering on the YouTube at youtube.com slash the professional casual. Gotta
1: make sure everybody can see my sweet shirt. Mm. Metal Gear Metal Gear sure Metal Gear Rex Sneak it up on Snake in a big box (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Or Rex I'm sorry Not Rex
0: I wish I could make The uh The like Alert sound Like on a Monopeli From uh Is that where you're from Is that the town you live in (laughs) (laughs)
1: gonna keep coming
0: that was really good <laughs> <laughs> uh, tell me that at least tell me everybody heard that one. Uh, oh no not not straight like we are streaming but like we're not the audio isn't live yet but it was recorded so yeah I, i'm actually gonna flag it right here so i Thank remember you. to put that in after <laughs> the episode oh god
1: it's good stuff